Hi there, and welcome to Drive Time Thrive Time with me, Erin Breeze. And this is episode 26, and again, like yesterday, it is a different time of day. I am talking with you from, it's afternoon time here in Long Beach, California. Um, and and I mention that because if you tuned into yesterday's um, episode to 25, it was the first time that I was doing this afternoon commute and I missed my exit, <laughs> which almost made me, I was a few minutes late, not so late that, you know, Ray didn't end up in the office having to like call me or anything, but, but I was a few minutes later than I would have liked because of the five minutes that I lost uh, turning around when I went, when I drove by. I was in such a flow with our go with the flow theme yesterday that I flew on by her exit. So I am, I'm saying that out loud. We're not going to do that today. We are going to find exit 42B. <laughs> we are going to take it when it's time. And I also noticed that I have a little less time now to talk with you. So it's like shorter episodes now. So we're going to be experimenting with, with um, I guess I'll just either talk faster <laughs> right? or go on, on fewer sort of tangents and stories. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can keep that promise. Any of you who work with me, any of my clients know that, um, that that's probably not, not terribly likely, but I'll do my best. So with that, if you're new here, welcome. This is Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorce Moms, and this is all about bringing you a little extra inspiration, insight, intention, really having some companionship. I want to be one of your, your passengers on your road of life. So imagine me, if you're driving like me, um, imagine me right next to you, all right? This is really a time for us to connect because this is a really big this is a big long drive we're on a long road trip aren't we when it comes to divorce but it doesn't have to be terrible okay there is so much on this journey that brings us I do believe and I see it every day in the amazing mamas that I work with that brings us precisely the next opportunity the next sort of life lesson that's here for us. It has nothing to do with our former partner or any of that. It's here for us. And the more that we can look out through the windshield with that view, with that perspective, the lens of, okay, what do I see and how is what I see here for me, precisely here for me to help me grow, get stronger, be braver, be bolder, set a new boundary. What is it? And really, when we trust that it is unfolding for us and exactly on time for us, um, this road really does become an adventure. And that's what I'm here to offer you. Today, today I want to talk about something that it makes me laugh. And the story is about laughing, laughing loudly. So it's appropriate that I'm already wanting to laugh. Um, it's really about this idea of taking too much responsibility for our impact on others or how others feel about who we are, how we're acting, what we're saying, because I, I see this a lot. And I'm conscious in my parenting of my daughters, I have a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old, of, of really training them, teaching them that, yes, it is our responsibility to be kind and to, you know, be inclusive and to be fair and to do our very best to be, to be our best. And at the end of the day, though, if somebody's unhappy with us, their feelings are not our responsibility. 
if we need to make a repair, yes, let's make the repair. If we need to clarify or make amends, those kinds of things, of course. But ultimately how they're feeling is not our responsibility because I feel like we have all been, as women, most of us conditioned to be so overly attuned and overly, because we've been taught it's our responsibility. So we're constantly assessing and checking on how people are feeling to to an extent that's just really not our responsibility. It's like, an, it's two things. One, it's draining because there we all can think of people in our lives who like, it doesn't matter how we say the thing or what we say, like if they're just grumpy pants, they're grumpy pants, right? Like they're not interested sometimes in not, in being different, like in feeling differently. They might be very committed to being unhappy with us, right? Can you think of a parent? Some of us have parents like that. Um, and I did not, but I know of many clients who, um, I'm thinking of, of somebody I was talking to this week whose parent like is just not open to feeling happier. Right. And so, and I, and anyway, I'm digressing. I pro <laughs> I told you I would, didn't I? I think I kind of warned you, but the, the, the point is that sometimes people feel a way that they have chosen to feel. It has nothing to do with us in those cases, right? Yet we work really hard to try to shift them and we feel badly if we're not successful. So not only have we decided it's our responsibility to like cheerlead them into a new feeling or, or we did something or said something and we hurt their feelings and so we're like really, you know, determined that they know that we apologize, that it wasn't our intent, whatever it is, right? We have to just rein it in. It takes, it's so much work that is actually not ours to do. It is not our work. Our work is to right the wrong, to state the thing we need to state, to clarify, and then that's it. How they feel about it is up to them. And I want you to know how you feel about things is up to you. And maybe, maybe you even want to take a moment now and think about like, are there, are there any, are you aware of any dynamics where like you're kind of stuck in a certain feeling? Like sometimes we're like, nope, you're wrong about that. I'm not budging. <laughs> like I have decided that you're wrong. Could be a friend, a colleague, a family member, and I'm not actually interested in feeling any bit different, right? Like we sometimes do that. We really dig in. So the point is that we put a lot of energy out <laughs> trying to shift people who don't care to be shifted and I don't want us to do that and I don't want us to model that for our kiddos and I do want us to talk to our kiddos about it's not their responsibility because there's so much of this still that we our, our kids have pressure that they're under to make a teacher happy or make a friend happy or whatever and it's not their responsibility and and really not only is it not their responsibility in a way because we want them to not feel that pressure and all that effort and, and pain sometimes when we're trying to get somebody to feel differently, right? But it also interferes with that person. They need to be responsible. And sometimes it's like all of our efforts actually kind of in, in sort of enhance their experience of staying stuck. And, and it, it makes it more like it makes that dynamic even stronger if we are participating if we would just stop participating it's actually gives them more space to be in that feeling of whatever it is 
and ultimately we hope choose for themselves to move them out right like to take to take on how they feel for themselves because it's really part of this human journey is to to come to this awareness that how we feel is totally up to us and it's really freeing and really power filled when we get to this place of like no matter what is happening I get to choose how I feel about it and yeah we're going to have hard moments days things are going to happen that create you know losses grief we grieve we like we move through things and then but we we get to we get to really orchestrate for ourselves how this goes and what things we're going to feel what about that's up to us and the reason i was saying it was funny is because part of part of what like what reminded me of like my own cuz sometimes i do i take on this is something i have worked years on i would i really took on as an empath um and a people pleaser in certain dynamics and relationships like really took it on in my former self um and a couple years ago now cuz oh gosh i can't believe it's that long but it has to be because it was before the pandemic I went and I was just in a funny funny way reminded of this instinct of this you know and I keep it in check now but I still have this impulse sometimes to be like overly caring for trying to take care of somebody's feelings worrying that I'm like making them feel a certain way that whatever here I'm just going to tell you what happened. So a couple of years ago um I took my mom to see my one of my very very favorite stand-up comics. I love Tignataro. If you are not a fan of hers, please You are missing out. I loved her book. Um I'm just, is it I'm just a person. I should have looked at that before I started talk I got in the car today. I will put it in the show notes. I think it's I'm just a person. Um I read that after my divorce was so inspired. Her journey with um as a survivor of breast cancer. Just her she's amazing. And then her shows, her documentary, like her um HBO like specials, like there's so much on her. You have to follow her if you're not already. Anyway, I went to her live show in LA and I took my mom and it was so fun cuz my mom didn't used she had lived here for a period of time, a short period of time. And so this wasn't something that we had ever done together or really had an opportunity to do. and it was, i was so excited to go um have just some some laughter and introduce my mom to Tignataro's work and um so we got there early so that we could be in line and all the things which meant that at this um where we were seeing her um perform was this little club in LA and um meant that we got to choose our seats we were literally like the first two people <laughs> cuz we got super early I wanted everything like I just was super excited. And so we were sitting like right in the middle, front row, right in the middle. I couldn't have been happier. So excited. And I love to laugh. And I I mean she's my one of my favorites. She is really my favorite right now. Okay? And so she's hilarious. And I was laughing. And when my mom and I, okay, I have my older sister, my mom and I, when we start laughing, you know, there's just people in your lives that you laugh they laugh and like it's just becomes this like total out of body type of experience where you laugh bigger and harder it's like you enter a portal of laughter well we can enter into that the three of us and um so it was just my mom and me unfortunately my sister wasn't with us but that was happening and i was laughing we were laughing so hard that it became what my experience of it was like we were 
almost a spectacle of laughter. But what's funny is that then I had this, this inner dialogue that what if we're bothering Tig by laughing so hard? Like, what if it's too much? It's too much. We're right in the front row. We are so delighted and explosive in our laughter that we are bothering her. Like, what if we even bother her so much that she, like, loses track of where she is in her own set? Like, we we kind of throw her off. Okay, and you, like, she's a professional comedian. Like, isn't it hilarious? Okay, I find it hilarious that my instinct, my concern was that my laughter, my actual laughter at her jokes might throw her off her game or would be too much, too much, too much for Tig. I was laughing so hard. It must be too much. She's a comedian. Like, right? Okay. But the point is it's really funny the extent to which we will go to be concerned about our impact on other humans in ways that is not even like often even relevant much less like our responsibility like I think she could handle it she obviously did she obviously can and obviously if she needed to say something to me and my mom because we were having so much fun explosively laughing and like cackling I mean we were laughing like it was I she well Tig is so funny okay so but she it's not my job she's a comedian it's not my job to worry about laughing too much at her jokes it's really not so I share this because I just yet even though like I knew all of this I still had this concern on her behalf that I might be wrecking her show because I'm laughing too much at her jokes. And I, it, it's just like a, a funny to me, hopefully to you, since you're still listening, um, reminder that, like, can we, can we just rein it in a little bit, this concern about how others feel about us and just give ourselves permission, laugh loudly, dance wildly, that and I'm thinking of dancing because I'm in the car yes I like to car dance no my daughters do not like it when I car dance right but I don't care and you know maybe I should a little bit but really it's fun right so like where can we just be ourselves a little bit more and be less responsible for the impact of ourselves on others when it's really not our responsibility, right? And of course, I'm not giving us this like full license to like be unkind or purposely obtrusive and or whatever and say, well, it's not my responsibility how you feel about me. Like that's not the point. That's not the point at all. We want to be responsible for ourselves and our impact when it's our responsibility. And then when it's not, just relax and be ourselves and do what we're doing and show our kiddos that Expressing who they are, whether they're dancing wildly or laughing loudly, is the whole point. And that if others don't like it, they can say something. Tig could have said, ladies, please, let me get my joke out where everybody else can hear me. You're so distracting, right? She could have. She didn't need to because obviously, again, we've established this. She's a professional. <laughs> oh, my God. But... um but you get my point like let people take care of themselves let them come to you if they're concerned instead of like 
worrying all evening. Did I overstate something? Did I, did I say the wrong thing? Were they upset with me? Just release that and trust. If I did, I'm going to trust this individual enough to ha- that they will come and talk with me, right? How many of us have spent a lot of time wondering, did I upset her or him? Did I say the wrong thing? All of this, right? Like, let it go and trust that if somebody has an issue or a problem or a concern, they will come to you. And if they're not ready to come to you, then that's on them to learn to be assertive, right? Learn to speak up, whatever the thing is, right? And that it's all okay. We are all like learning together. We are all, we make mistakes. We all the things and all our job is, is to be, it's those four agreements. Man, I love those four agreements, right? Be impeccable with our word. Be the best we can be. Let me see if I can remember that. (laughs) I'll have to go look at my own show notes from when I said them before. Don't take things personally. That's one of my favorite favorites. And that's kind of what, if we could show up in the world as if others are living by the four agreements too, right? Like if others would adopt that also, then whatever I did do or say that didn't land, you know, the way I intended, If they're operating from a place of not taking it personally, then we're good, right? It's only if they're taking something personally that then they're getting, they're feeling whatever the feeling is that is, that they're unhappy about, right? That we have the problem in the first place. So let's all teach not taking things personally and show up and give people that permission too. Where like you missed, you said something wrong. It's okay. I don't take it personally. Recently, I mean, I don't take, I don't, I work so hard on that one because it's just so much easier. And by working hard, I mean like I'm super conscious of it because I love it so much to just live in a world where I don't need to take things personally. When my youngest likes to tell me things she prefers, like I think I've shared this before, she really, like I'm not the best cook. She likes things that her stepmom makes for her better. She likes how her stepmom brushes her hair better. Awesome. Do I need to take that personally? No, I do not, right? But sometimes we sure do, and we create a whole lot of pain for ourselves. So, okay, that was the third one. Hold on. And I'm getting off. 42B. We did it. We did it. So here in a minute, I'm going to sign off. But let's see. Third, third, let's see. That was the third agreement. What's the fourth? Be impeccable with your word. Don't, think, think, don't take things personally. Oh, man. I'm going to have to put that fourth one in the show notes. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> surprise, fourth agreement, because it's not coming, and I do need to, to sign off and go get little Miss Ray. And hallelujah, tomorrow is not an early dismissal day, right? We are back to the usual schedule, so that will be wonderful and welcome. I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much for chatting with me, tuning in. I would love to hear from you in any way of the following that works for you. DM me inside Facebook. You can email me and that's hi at erinebreeze.com and that's also my show notes. And of course, you can book a call and talk with me if you would like to get connected. We are doing really beautiful work here at Happy Home. And again, like work in the best way. Work to transform our lives, our kids' lives in experience with divorce, step fully into the power and purpose of who we are, why we're here, create more love and abundance, create a happy home, all kinds of good stuff. If you would like to know more, I would sure love to speak with you and help you. 
on your way if you would like that. Um, the, the link to book a call with me is also in the show notes and also be stay in tune. We, there's a lot we're doing behind the scenes. We're soon opening a whole new membership platform. I cannot wait to tell you about. You heard it here first and keep an eye out on my email because that's how I'll be letting everybody know, um, first is on this podcast, but also, um, details inside my email. So if you haven't joined my list, you can do that by just, um, just email me and ask me or do it inside the Facebook group or on my website. Alrighty. And we will, we will make sure that you are, um, that you get all the details when that's open super soon. I cannot wait. And again, until our next, our next little car cast, um, sending you so much love and sunshine. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.